Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where the Orchard of Wisdom shows are at your fingertips. It ignites your soul, your heart, your spirit, your mind, and your body with illumination from people who have made the journey before you. They're here now to help you on your journey, on your path of self-discovery. We are funded by you, the audience, and the people we interview. If you wish to support us, please go to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com and press on our Fund Action button. Anything is appreciated. We would like you to sit back and enjoy the shows. Here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My wonderful guest today is Susan Alter. Art, the beautiful, beautiful vision of art. She is an intuitive, visionary artist. She says art is her spiritual practice, considered to be an intuitive, visionary art, creating sacred art and divine space. You know, we talk a great deal about music and how it can ignite our heart and souls and become the poetry of our heart and souls and our beautiful spirits, but so can art. It is a very beautiful and sacred place where when we look at a piece of art it speaks to beyond the eyes it goes into the soul the heart and the spirit and it speaks to us in a way that sometimes we can't articulate but maybe it ignites us she says using art and sound as a way to connect with the divine and with the universe with the intention of helping others to recognize the divine within themselves how can we um, one truly explain the connection with the divine and the universe at large? This is something that can only be felt with a conscious heart. She is an intuitive visionary artist, and after a near-death experience as a child, Susan was given the ability to see the angelic realms, allowing her to see the angels in pure light form. She uses this ability to draw your angel's portrait and relay messages and insights from your angels. She is also an artist author of Sofrego. Mandala Activation, I hope I'm saying that right, Guides and Mediation Decks, uh, assisting to um, realm in the original blueprint. She also creates healing art with a conscious heart from her visions during meditation. This is her way of connecting with the divine and assisting humanity to do the same, recognizing the divine within themselves. We've all got the divine in ourselves, folks. It's all waiting to be ignited. And we don't know what a beautiful instrument is going to be in life until something happens to us. For you, the old cosmic two by four of near death brought you through your gift and meaningful purpose. Sometimes it could be a tap on the shoulder, which is sometimes what we prefer, but we don't know how it's going to be awoken in us. But this is your gift. This is your meaningful purpose. And the purpose of it is to ignite those hearts and souls and spirits that is so desperately needed in humanity right now. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you very much for giving me this time. Art is very subjective. It's going to be seen differently in everyone's eyes, but it truly is an inner statement. People look at it as an outside thing, but it really is an inner statement, isn't it? Yes, it really is. How does that piece speak to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and not every piece has to. Right, right. Yeah. So why does it not have to? Is it just, oh, it's a pretty picture, but it's not connecting with you? Um, yeah, that can be for a lot of different reasons. It can be for where you're at. It can be past life connections. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, if you see a, you know, a beautiful picture of a cottage in a peaceful setting and may, and it just really, you know, makes you feel calm and relaxed within, and maybe a type of similar setting to someplace you've been at some point in your life or in a past life mm. where, you know, just, yeah. Um, you know, like the image, um, here behind me that yeah. it's, um, that was kind of my interpretation of what, yeah, um, of the paintings of the light body. Um, mm. once it, um, yeah, that we see in Tibet. Um, yeah, so it was just something that really spoke to me. Mm. Well, so that's kind of, you're that conduit of what speaks to you and you're bringing it to the world, you know, mm. to it, to, to kind of switch it on in others. And as I said, art is that beautiful conversation. And, you know, if people, actually spoke about what they felt when they saw the art, what they see, 
you know, and articulate it, not only is it a realization for them, but it's also opens up to a wonderful conversation of all of us understanding how art can bring our, bring us out, you know, out into that beautiful divine comes through you and it comes through your open heart, but it's for it to come out of you. That's the purpose of it, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to hopefully, yeah, like I said, spark something within someone to have, make them, you know, think about something in a different way or, you know, you know, make them feel, you know, calm, peaceful, you know, to, just to bring about something and, you know, maybe start a conversation with a friend. And, you know, it could be, you know, that cottage feels so familiar to me, but I know I've never been there. And is it a past life? Is it a dimensional travel? You know, is it even your mm -hmm. ancestors' uh, memory that is coming through you? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, don't dismiss it. You're being given the picture for a reason. Yes. So what is that reason? How do we open it up? How do we explore it? Because that's the ignition. But how do we put it into gear and, and explore what it means to us? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you do angel portraits. Yes. Right? So you're able to see the angels that are around a person and mm -hmm. be able to draw that portrait of the angel. Um, yeah, I've been doing that for, I did my first angel portrait by about 25 years ago. Mm. And now is there a process that you have to go through in order to see that? Or is it something that is automatically there? Um, it's just automatically there for me. Um, and it has been, at least, you know, it started out as my own. Um, after the near-death experiences at four and six. Um, and it wasn't until 1997 um, that I realized I was seeing not, I wasn't seeing just my angels any longer. Mm. I was seeing everybody else's. And, and it took me a while, you know, first, well, first, you know, I sat down in meditation. I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm -hmm. um, and my angels, you know, told me that, you know, they wanted me to find a way to paint or draw them. And I argued for like the first six months. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother uh, arguing with an angel. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had two teenage boys and two toddlers mm. at the time. So mm. I wasn't in the least bit busy. And to be honest, I, you know, I had played with art. I drew, I had wanted, you know, to be an artist when I was a kid, um, but just wasn't inspired. Mm. So I really, yeah, I wasn't not an artist at that time. Right. So, yeah, the first thing I had to do is go get a couple of different mediums to start playing. It's like, okay, well, how am I even going to do this? You know, what medium am I going to use? I started trying watercolor because that's probably the closest to actually how I see them. Mm. But anybody that's worked with watercolor knows watercolor is a lifetime study in itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um so I did pasta, use pastels for probably about the first four or five years, but I just wasn't getting the detail. Mm, the depth. Yes. Um, so I switched to color pencil and that's when I was really starting to be able to get the detail and, you know, work out, you know, more and more, I guess, congruent manner of, you know, what I, to draw and you know, portray how what I was actually seeing. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that you said angels. You know, people think we just have really one angel, but there's generally a number of angels around us, isn't um, there? Everybody has minimum of three. And mm. most people have the average is probably between five and nine. But the more you have, the more work you have to do. And that's <laughs> on a spiritual, you know, on a spiritual but yeah, you know, we also get an angel when we become a parent. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. so I know that my angels are in a circle around me. Uh, they always have been. And it's like each one of them will give me what I need at the moment that I need it. Uh, but they have chosen just to stay with me in the center of that circle. And okay, that's the that's the way it's meant to be. I mean, I'd love to sit down one-on-one -on -one with them, but no, they stay in their circle. And they have their own method of why they do what they do or how they come to you or when they come to you or in what format. And there is no amount of demanding from us. 
that is going to change that format. So we really have to be in tuned with it, don't we? Yes, we do. But asking for assistance, mm. um, talking to your angels yes. can help, especially if you're wanting them to talk to you. The first thing you got to do is talk to them. Yes, because otherwise they're just there. They're yes. waiting to be ignited. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so once you switch them on they've now got that permissional connection mm -hmm. with you and they now can communicate with you um you know i always say that my angels have had a, a really you know a hard job with me you know, of trying to kind of keep me on the spiritual track the spiritual track was not a problem it was the human track that kept going off rails but it's you know there some people look at them as people that have gone before the the human beings that have gone before some look upon them as universal angels that have got nothing to do with this planet at all they have just chosen to connect with your universal soul and so have you ever found in the way that you've drawn them that there is a different configuration of how they look uh, what i have um, found and what they have taught me is our personal angels um, um are not going to be ancestors or family members that have crossed over um, it is extremely rare that an angel is has ever taken physical form. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That does happen, but it's rare. Um, but family members and ancestors can become spirit guides. Right. Yeah. And spirit guides is it's extremely rare that they have not had a physical for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Now that is noise. Physical lifetime doesn't always necessarily just mean on Earth. Though. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There is more than one plane out there yes. one dimension uh -huh. out there and um, the way you draw the angels is the way you see them but is that the way they wish to be seen um it's the way they show themselves to me now right. um you know they could show themselves in other ways to someone else mm -hmm. yeah and i think that is how i saw them in in my near-death experiences so and i think so that just yeah it made sense i think it kind of keep it the same um i know one of the things i i think people comment the most about them is that one of the similarities is they always have their arms outstretched mm. because it's ready to, they're ready to exchange energy or embrace mm. whenever you need that yeah and they don't always have to have wings um no um you know why would a being of light need wings to try and, yes. you know, to move around yeah, that, um, but the wings are really more of a fingerprint of their energy field. Mm. So the rays of their energy that we now uh -huh. perceive as wings. Right. Mm. Yeah, because I don't see my angels with wings around them. I see them with various different colors of glow, you know, like a, mm -hmm. a pulsation, uh, depending which one I'm dealing with. Um, and sometimes they're just stagnant because then they're, they're not meant to be interactive and then sometimes the light kind of comes on when they're really coming having to pull that energy out there and i always say to people we are never alone you know when we feel alone that is the human side of us it's the human side of us that feels lonely and maybe we're misunderstood or we're not connecting you know or you know we're feeling abandoned it's a human thing the spirit is never alone. So you never feel that loneliness in the spirit world, do you? No, you do not. Um, you know, we often forget that we, each one of us, have a spark of that creator within mm. us. Mm -hmm. that's that that is we were a, made from. <laughs> um, that's something that connects us all. I wish more people would understand that because, you know, again, as, as humans, we want to divide, segregate you know, box and, and uh, dictate who and what we should be. And instead of looking at it as an essence, you know, I'm, I don't care what package you come in. This is your human vessel, right? Um, it, for me, it's about how do I see your heart? How do I see your soul? How do I see your spirit? How do I see your intent? And that for me is what comes through. And it just happens to be in this vessel. You know, so mm -hmm. I think if we could get over the external differences and start looking at the internal connection as a human race, we would find that peace that we're so desperately looking for. Yes, I agree. 
you know, we're all from the same race. Like mm. you said, you know, we don't, you know, why are we dividing that? Mm. Yeah. It, to me, it makes no logical sense. Never has. Well, it's like when you're using color, you know, what I was fa fascinated with color is that how sometimes artists use base colors, uh, several base colors, and then the, the final color is radically different, but you need those base colors there in order to bring mm. that top color out. So in other words, what you're looking at may be the beautiful glow of, of amber orange, but in order to get to that amber orange, there had to be multiple other colors there yes. to represent it so why can't we look at the human race that way yeah it's all just how you know it all reflects light yeah because really you know everything comes down to how much light it, re it reflects or absorbs the absorption that i think is mm -hmm. the is the key we don't absorb that light because we're constantly in defense or mm -hmm. in a state of anger or in a state of loss or lag and why we're in that state or if our hearts are closed off we can't receive that light can we yeah it's yeah like you know trying to get the rays of the sun through a pinhole into yeah <laughs> yes i mean it will because it's you know mm -hmm. it's very powerful but can we see it can mm -hmm. we feel it you know we need to open up more in order to receive it um are you 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 when you draw the angels you're seeing them but do you ever paint or draw from just being a conduit and just allow and you have no idea what you're drawing until you're finished um you know with to be honest with the angel portraits even um i could say that because i i don't see them in you know all the, the, it's, it's like they show me a little bit at a time uh, show me what you know because i start out i have a whole bunch of colors of paper where i've done a watercolor wash on it ahead of time so they'll even start out showing me just what color paper i'm supposed to use uh, okay then what color is what we would call the body hmm. um yeah and then yeah once that's nearly complete then they'll start showing me the wings so i have no idea you know what the picture is going to look like when it's completed it's no preconceived idea from you it is just literally it's it's revealing itself as you're doing yeah exactly you know kind of in layers and then yeah and then the very last thing i do and this has only been going on for mm, it's probably about three years now um i'll starting at the throat i'll see light language and it's usually, you know, usually goes down the center of the body. Sometimes I'll see it in the arms or in the wings, but it usually start, goes down the center of the body. But yeah, so even for me, this has continued to evolve. Mm. Is, yeah. that, is that the, the connection, the speech, the permission to talk or the way they're going to talk? Um, it's a message from them to your higher self. Mm hmm so it is not something you need to even consciously know what it says. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's like your soul knows the message the moment they see it. Right. And yeah. the message, you know, I always say the, the knowingness is, is the connection to the soul, which is the divine wisdom that goes through an open heart in total acceptance and trust, goes into the spirit, into action, and the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. Because when we come from the soul heart and spirit it is our truth of what we need to know right now and it can draw from our, our huge database uh what it is that we need to know that is where the vision then comes into place isn't it um but if we try and think what we should know or think how we should do it then we're not being <laughs> open to receiving that message and not getting the right message because we almost contaminated it with just the human thought um we need that divine interaction to truly understand what that human thought means yeah a lot of us as of artists have found that you know when we really try to push a piece of work it never comes out right 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 yeah you need to give it the time allow mm -hmm. and allow yeah allow um 
my brother's an author and I've interviewed a lot of authors and they are always saying is that they may have a particular character in mind and they you know have an outline of it but when they start writing that character that character goes and takes on a whole life of its own doing things that they hadn't even thought about them doing and you know almost kind of runs ahead of them <laughs> do you find that with your art as well there's sometimes something um, has been so revealed that you know mm -hmm. yes i have definitely yeah, how exciting it, is that it's fun yeah it, it it makes the work a lot more fun i can definitely say that um a lot more enjoyable i think if i had to put you know push it in any way um, I, I don't think I'd enjoy the time in front of the easel or, in, mm -hmm. or at the drawing table. Um, yeah, just opening and allowing it. Yeah, and sometimes it, it, it feels like I'm the one holding the pencil or the brush, but it's almost like somebody else is pushing it sometimes. Right, right, being that conduit for it. And it, whether we see it straight away or not, there's always a message there, right? Now, the, 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 our intellect may not get it, but the soul will get it. And the soul will reveal it to the intellect when it's ready. But it also, you can look at the same piece of art from a different lighting prospect, for a different time of day, from a different state of mind, and it will always have a different message for you. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, and yeah, it's amazing how you know one person can look at a piece of art and see something, see one thing, but in, you know, another person, totally different message. And yeah, and I find that fascinating. Yeah, I think that's open because it's not a wrong or right, it's just perception, right? And if we open yeah. up to those different perceptions, we actually begin to see a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. So exactly. share what you see, you know, is well, mm -hmm. I see this and well, it must be wrong because I see this. No, take the wrong and right over it, you know, out of it altogether. Share with enthusiasm what you both see. Is there a synergy there? Is there a common message just being articulated in a different way? Look at that art for what the art is truly trying to tell you. You know, even the other day I saw this image and I don't even remember where it was, but it's like they had the line drawing of multiple animals. There was probably at least 10 different animals, but it was just the line drawing. Mm -hmm. So you could, you could see through it and it was like, which animal did you see first? Mm -hmm. you know, did you see the tiger? Did you see the mm -hmm. elephant? Did you see the giraffe? You know, and, the, and it's like, Okay, then what's the connection to that animal for you? What does that, I mean, everything, every color, every name, every note, everything has a mathematical equation and a vibration. So yes, everything mm -hmm. does. So if there is a dominancy, either in, you know, what is the animal's frequency, uh, the color frequencies, what are the vibrations of those? And if you're seeing those, what does it mean? Is it trying to ignite that vibration? Is it trying to give you a different vibrational message? I think if we opened ourselves up more into mm -hmm. getting out of the intellect and trusting the divine message and allowing that message to come through us, uh, you know, we, we will see way beyond what our naked eye can see. Definitely. Yeah. There's a lot more to this 3D world that we live in than we see with. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, very often it's turn around. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, sometimes it's look up. Yes. Yes. Um, we're very inclined to be linear and kind of blinkered and just walk forward in life. And mm -hmm. we're never meant to be linear. We're never meant to be a straight line. We're never meant to be one dimensional. We, we have the gift of dancing in so many different dimensions of seeing things from so many different levels and from so many different people that lie within us, our own dimensional beings that we are. And if we're willing to kind of take the dance and explore, it really is quite wondrous, the messages that you get, which aren't just messages of, oh, that's interesting. It's something to apply to your life because it's never a wasted message, is it? No, it isn't. Never. You know, we often, you know, think you are so worried about doing the right thing or yeah. what, you know, it's like the expected thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, sometimes we need to do the unexpected thing, but, you know, it's, it's all about the experience and what lessons you learn from it. Mm. 
you know, what do you take away from, you know, you know, that fall down the stairs even, you know, or whatever's, you know, taking place. I mean, people see art in different ways. Some people it's sculpture, some people it's black and white, some people it's different dimensional, as you said, you know, all the animals, you know, and what is your, what are you drawn to? Um, and, and that is kind of their channel, their channel. Uh, you're channeling the angels, you're channeling that divine message coming through you. Other people are channeling other things. And it's just, they're just a different instrument in the, in the orchestra of life. And it's be just as inquisitive, right? Because it, it's all messaging to us. We're going to be drawn to certain things more than others. But sometimes we may look at something and go, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I get this or I don't know if I like this. But the more you look at it, the more you see it, the more you feel it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's all what, you know, like we said, being what you know sparks you mm -hmm. do you ever get that driving force where you know you've got this on your agenda that on your agenda but the paintbrush is saying you know into your hand go and paint <laughs> drop everything and go and paint uh yes that does happen most mm -hmm. definitely um unfortunately for me sometimes that seems to happen and you know everybody else is getting ready to go to bed and i was like and i was like Oh, I really, yeah, I yeah. like it's capture something in my head. It's like, oh, I've got to go do this. Yes. It well, that's because the energy is given to you right at that moment. And, and very often, you know, the reason why I think a lot of artistic people do things at night is because other energies are asleep and your energy could come forth more in a more of a purer fashion without all the other energies having to dance around you. So it's, it's kind of more of a clarity channel, isn't it? Yeah, and a lot of, you know, a lot of the other distractions from mm. your day. Yes. Um, do you, you sell your pieces? Um, yes, I do. Um, they cannot, you know, be found on my website, um, the SusanWalterArt.com that, um, but, yeah, and I also, you know, I do a few shows here and there, um, mostly metaphysical affairs. Mm -hmm. I just um, actually just last week came back from the Conscious Life Expo in LA, where um, I had an absolute blast and met a lot of wonderful people. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an exciting world, metaphysical world. Uh, it really is. There's a, you know, so many people involved, so many people that you wouldn't, you know, you, you see them in your everyday life someplace and then you see them in a venue like that. And it's like, oh, I didn't expect you to see you here, but I'm so glad to see yeah. you here. Yes, it kind of opens up a whole new uh, communicational platform, isn't it? When you can see mm -hmm. people, because why do we hide? You know, what, what is this thing about hiding the, the fact that we love metaphysical, we're very spiritual, we're this, you know, it's, I'm a Popeye, I am what I am. You know, I spent far mm -hmm. too many years hiding or, you know, trying to be what everybody wanted me to be. And it's a waste of time. It's just be yourself and it's okay to, to be, all right, there might be certain arenas that it's just going to go over their head. Um, and, but, that, you know, if, if you do talk about who you are, why you are, you are going to open up to that village that is the same and that community and and it really is a, a wonderful sense of shared energy isn't it because everybody's out to support one another mm, most definitely but yeah it's i think there are a lot of for a lot of years we were shamed oh god yes for our uh, our different yeah because we didn't fall into that into one mainstream religion mm. or another um but yeah, for me, Matt, yeah, and I have felt this way ever, you know, since since I was a kid. Um, my near-death experiences may have something to do with it, but yeah, it's all religions were created by man. The yes. creator of God, you know, did not create any of these religions. They were There's man's all interpretation. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all just trying to understand and interpret. Even mm -hmm. science is trying mm -hmm. to understand and interpret. I almost think of science as being just another religion. Mm. But yeah, and I think they all have very important pieces and a very important sacred knowledge that we can draw from. 
but we need to I think we need to understand that each one of them do and find a way to bring those together yes it's like they are pieces of a puzzle yeah we're missing um, pieces what's the common denominator because there's always something that's at the heart of it right mm -hmm. that's where you go from not from the outside in go into the heart of it uh, out of every religion what is the heart that believes what is what is the purpose of your religion and you know and it's as with man you know they like to take control of things or, or use things to manipulate to control others or to profit from things or just to share have the power spirituality isn't about power it's about empowerment it isn't to be boxed or contained or housed it is a free spirit that mm -hmm. is to ignite in in all of us and shared amongst all of us it's an energy that cannot be blocked and should never be blocked it has it is the freedom of our hearts and souls and i think when we find you know even certain spiritual practices have gone under the religious realm in the way of their doctrine of their teachings and no your spirit isn't meant to be contained to that little bubble it is to be shared out and when you do it's absolutely magnificent in the divine energy that it lifts and unites and and just gives us a platform where we can all rise up to yeah the divine still lives and still expands and grows mm. and experiences through each and every one of us yes why are we trying to limit it to one little building or one little book or you know yes. it just it just doesn't make sense it was never meant to be contained Mm -hmm. you know love is to be shared yes right love is yes. is be the love that you seek be the peace that you seek share that love share that peace and if every single one of us took that responsibility on that onus on of doing what the work they need to do to get to that space of self-love of being that love of bringing about that peace that purpose in life imagine what a harmonious world that we would live in oh it'd be amazing i can't wait i know and we are doing it i mean this is the thing one of the reasons i do these shows is that we see on the news the discord but there's a shift a vibrational shift that is happening where more and more people are waking up to this divine energy more and more people are embracing it and of course, the media isn't going to capture that, not without making us a big evil cult, which they love to do, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, they love to do that. And the people that are making the most noise are those that are resisting. And why are they resisting? They're fearful. Why are they fearful? Part of it is ignorance. And part of it is they know they're going to get left behind. So they're trying to hold us back. You try holding the wind back. not going to happen yeah yeah every you know why do they want to try and control it fear sells mm -hmm. and when yeah. you've got people afraid you have more control over them and then those that are in that power will get rich that's you know it so it comes down to power and money and ego mm -hmm. right but ego is a big very big piece i think it's even bigger than the money well, yes, because the more money they have, the bigger the ego. All right. Mm -hmm. And the ego, the money defines their ego. I am so important because I'm this rich. And no, you're not. All you have is paper money. Show me a person who is enriched in their heart and their soul and their spirit, and they're far more abundant than you will ever be. So it's up to us. Right. And People like yourself are showing people that A, they have angels that are there to talk to and be there for them. B, it's safe and okay to open up and embrace your beautiful divine essence, right? Mm -hmm. C, it's okay to embrace other people who have embraced that divine essence because they're there for you to help you on your journey of life. And that go with it, go with this beautiful flow and rise up rise that frequency up and you the benefits of it to humankind to all living kind to this planet will be revealed hate kills creativity fear kills creativity 
Mm -hmm. Right? And there's no solutions based in a fearful state. And when mm -hmm. you take that breath and you're willing to feed love, water those beautiful seeds, you will start seeing creativity like crazier all around you. Like your art, right? Mm -hmm. It's not done from a fear base. It's not done from a lack base. It is pure love and abundance coming through you. Yeah, it's the love of the feel of the paintbrush or what the paint does or, you know, you know what you think you can possibly do at the, you know, do at the end or to be able to share it in some yes. way. Yes. How is this story going to continue when other people see it? Right. Because you're the yeah. you're the beginning of that story. The origins was the mm -hmm. divine of that story. But how that story is going to get unraveled and who it's going to touch who it's going to ignite, you know, that is out of your hands completely, but it's also so wondrous. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you I'm not, Go ahead. You know, I was just um, tell a story about um, one, an angel portrait that I did a number of years ago. Um, it was, I was in an event, you know, a small psychic fair in one of our local shops here in the Kansas City area. And, and a young girl came to me wanting an angel portrait. And um, I really, to be honest, I didn't want to do it because she was, it was obvious to me she was still under the influence of something. Right. Um, but her guy, my angels and her angels both were still very insistent that this, this, this happened. So I, I did the angel portrait and to be honest, forgotten about it, really didn't think much of it. Mm -hmm. of it. About a year and a half later, a young lady comes to me at that same event um, and it took me a few minutes to figure out it was the same same young lady um, that she tells me how literally that same week she moved out of the house that she was living in with it had people you know people you know not very good influence on her she had gotten off the drugs she enrolled in community college she got a part-time job she just she made huge changes in her all mm -hmm. within like 30 days right and she was just about to complete her community college when um she came back to me and then she's telling me all these things she's done and then in the last year and a half there's this young man standing behind her the whole time grinning from ear to ear and he had proposed to her the night before. Ah, lovely. It did, yeah, and, and it's wonderful to think about how her life was mm. changed, but also his life was changed. Yes. Her parents' lives were yeah. changed. Yeah, the as a parent country. myself, to know that, you know, something sparked that in, mm. in my child to, you know, from anywhere. Yes. To, you know, to, to bring them back to the, you know. From and the all they needed was the angel health help yeah you know it's sometimes yeah our angels can't commute uh, communicate directly so they need to come through people like you mm -hmm. you opened that door for yeah. her angels to communicate with her for for them to lead her for them to show her her way out and way forward and she obviously wasn't able to open that door open you know that spark of light she opened it enough to ask you to draw it Yes. Right. But that's how the angels knew they were going to communicate with her by you opening up that door. And you did sense the, the negative. That's the arena yeah. that she was in. That was the lifestyle that she was in. But the angels wanted to save her and show her a different path. So had right. you had refused or not opened that door for her, who knows where she'd be today? Yeah, it's sad to think where she might possibly be, but you know, to know that there's, you know, somebody just one person's life that i really changed like that just yeah but that's what I, it's all about yeah that's it's inspiring it is it's that i mean in 2010 a, a reader said to me i was involved with an electric motor at the time and she said to me you're going to do something online that's going to be global that is going to change lives and literally save lives and i thought with the electric motor at that time what the hell is that <laughs> and the electric motor was stolen and people you know robbed us and all of that type of thing and uh, i literally fell into this into podcasting on another network and discovered i really liked it i really you know it was for me it was do i want to stay with this humanity of such greed and ego and opulence 
and it was a way to show me that there are so many beautiful souls out there that are making a difference and now next month is my 10th anniversary of doing this and it's just show me how many how many beautiful souls are out there that have embraced their beautiful gift however it came to them and now sharing that gift to ignite that heart and soul in other people and it's so hopeful and it's so beautiful because the way we're going to be saved as a humanity is for people like you who can open up the doors to the divine let those messages and support come through to others and allow them to be the light they're meant to be because that's why we're all each one of us given a gift of whatever we're given embrace it this is your role this is your why this is your meaningful purpose this is your service and you have no idea who it's going to help you may never know but knowing that it is making a difference that is all you need to know yeah but yeah, it is nice days. now and again to get the feedback <laughs> yeah, yeah that story inspires me and yeah you know, them yes. days when i'm feeling down just to think about that again and remember you know how not only her life was turned around but the ripple effect of all lives that she touches now mm -hmm. right because yes. you don't just save one life that no. one life saved that one life redirected into a, their own meaningful purpose their own self-value their own self-love it has a wonderful ripple effect on everybody else around them so inspiration begets invitation right and that invitation is for us to rise up and be what we are meant to be and don't let the human conditioning hold you back unite your divine presence and allow that to guide you forward yeah we're never alone not even from no no and if we could get out of the anxiety of a problem and just simply ask the uh, the angels the question and mm -hmm. don't dictate how you want it to be right just, right just allow all of a sudden things start popping up oh what a coincidence no <laughs> you got out of the way and they provided mm -hmm. in the way you needed maybe mm -hmm. not what you wanted but what you needed exactly it really is a um a wonderful journey isn't it and always forever changing when you're picking up the paintbrush and you might be drawing someone's angel or you might be doing a piece of your own but just to allow it to manifest uh, through your hands through your vision through your artistry and then become something that has transcended you you like you're the mother giving birth to it you know the gestation mm -hmm. and it's there now out in the world but there mm -hmm. is something while you is it the process going through for you or is it the end result uh, for me it's more the process i think mm -hmm. um i enjoy the end result but it's really more about the process and then letting go of it mm. And I know for so many artists and you know, a lot of artists even have asked me like, oh, isn't it hard to let go of your pieces? And I was like, a lot of times it's like, no, because it wasn't even, I created it, but it wasn't for me. Right, exactly, right, yeah. Well, you know, it's like an author, you know, if, if their books are to share their stories everywhere. And, and that's the beauty of art is not to hold on to it, you know, is to share it because that's the gift that it is that's the gift you are in giving that gift um i love color color is really really important to me as you might see blues are very much my color mm -hmm. here and that goes very much to do with uh, my personality sign my my numerology astrology chineseology it's all is that you know drawn to certain colors and certain things uh, there's always color tells a story doesn't it and sometimes if we're drawn to certain colors i think it can be that the chakras are needing feeding but it's also that particular color and its story is there to feed you at that time yeah or every it, yeah a color is a frequency and is a yes. vibration yeah um in the angel portraits the colors you know that come through 
that has a meaning. It has to do with the um, the lessons that angel is helping you with, the energies that they're bringing into that person's life. And I know I and that's why I intentionally don't remember what those colors mean. Mm -hmm. Because mm. so I don't project anything. Right, me. exactly. And do you find that when people look at their their angel uh, portrait there, that they they have an instant connection or they're drawn to something in particular? Does it take them a while for the connection? Um, not usually. Usually they connect right away. And it is not uncommon for me to hear, oh, those are my favorite colors. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. because that's the angel has been projecting those colors on you as a connection anyway right yes yes yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. i mean yeah. you know for me it's that i have a very distinct memory of you know coming from somewhere else and being blue <laughs> you know <laughs> and coming from a, a blue hue gold um, oyster shimmering colors and they've, they've always been the things that i'm drawn to and it's it that's your energy source that's your kind of your energy blood isn't it when you're kind of mm -hmm. drawn to a color that's the frequency that you operate well from yes yes are there any colors you particularly don't like oh um i'd say orange is probably my least favorite color for my personal for mm -hmm. like what i the clothing i wear the mm -hmm. colors i have you know in my private space but, uh, you know, I'm looking around the pieces in my studio right now. Um, there's quite a bit of orange hair. As there was a huge, big orange one right behind <laughs> you. <laughs> um, is, uh, does it make you feel uncomfortable or is it just simply, you know, not your high energy? Um, it's just not my energy. Yet you paint a lot of yeah. it. Um, yeah, because it's not... The paintings aren't for me and right true yeah true. but yeah for me i like the the more purples and blues and greens mm -hmm. um those are probably yeah, purple is probably my favorite color mm -hmm. yeah I, I love the indio indigo colors you know that have a touch of the purple in there or i love certain kind of um blue teals you know i love the merging of the colors i don't like flat colors i like colors right. that you know have different dimensions to them what color is your color that you're drawn to that is your energetic color mm. probably purple mm. so purple is if you had to paint your own how you've painted your own angels right um i have painted drawn some of them yes and um, what color were not, they not all of them. um i think i've pretty much seen just about every color in the rainbow <laughs> Yeah. So there's many colors around there. And as, as an artist, yes, you would expect that to be so. They don't want you to have, have a dominant color, right? So we want you to be the rainbow so that you have all that palette there. Um, how long have you been doing the, the portrait angels? Uh, the angel portraits I started um, in, I did my very first one in late 97. So it's been a long so, time. Yeah. 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 You know, at first, because I was still a very busy mother raising children, mm -hmm. it was just kind of a part-time thing that um, I was, you know, friends with one of the local metaphysical shops, you know, the owner there. Mm -hmm. It started out just two, three Saturdays a year. I'd mm -hmm. go and for love offerings. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as the kids got older, I started doing, you know, a little bit more and doing a few fairs here and there. And it was, it's now almost nine years ago that I went full time. Mm. And it's keeping you busy. I'm getting busier all the time. Well, I mean, I can see two reasons for that. Um, the angels are desperately wanting to connect with the, there's an urgency behind them. There's an urgency for us to rise up to a higher vibration. And uh, the second is, I think, as uh, many human people are ready to embrace that divine presence. They know they, they need something more than what they have. They know that, that there is something more. And so that communication is ready to happen. And mm -hmm. so I think the more and more, uh, and I think we're going to see an escalation of that quite considerably. So expect to be busier uh, <laughs> because there is an, an urgency behind right now. If they've been turning the volume up on us 
for quite some time now. And the, this is, it's been a notch by notch, and we're about to see a, a complete turn up. And it is, people are kind of almost going to feel a little shocked with this surge of energy. And the angels, that's the time they need to be seen and heard so they can guide people through and harness that energy into the right direction. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Well, expect to be busy, especially now that, <laughs> I mean, you um, you need to have the person in front of you or you do it by photograph or you do it by Zoom or how do you do it? Um, a majority of them lately have been via Zoom. Um, yeah, I wonder I, why. I can do it from photograph as well, as long as I can see the eyes. Mm, the eyes of the window to the soul, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, just looking in the eyes once for just a few seconds makes that connection. And mm. then I start drawing almost immediately. Mm. How long does it take you to finish? Um, about an hour. Oh, really? So that's very, mm. very quick. Yeah. Right. So and then, but that's just maybe the one angel. Do you have it where people come back and say, but there's another angel trying to come through? Or um, I want that more? People, some, you know, sometimes people come back for more. I do recommend they wait at least six months in between. Right. Because once you really start communicating with your angels, um, they tend to make shifts and changes. Yes. And I like people to, you know, make adjustments and be a little more comfortable in that, in those energy changes before um, another angel portrait is drawn. Well, it's like in any form of music, it's identifying the chord. So you know which angel is talking to you, which frequency is talking to you. And if you had them all at once, it'd be very, very hard to actually yes. differentiate those chords. So get to know one before another comes in so you can identify what frequency they're coming in. And then you'll know which en energy messages are coming to you, which angel messages are coming to you, right? And, and be able to identify with it. So I can see the reasoning behind that. Yeah, let it happen gradually. Is there an, an, an urgency sometimes with angels saying, no, no, me first, no, me first. <laughs> yeah, um, one of the things I did, I have done over time has done what I think of as turning down the volume where I don't see them in full form all the time anymore. Right. And it, if that was a little overwhelming to do simple things like going to the grocery store and you know, yes. things like that. Yes. Um, where I see them as like spheres of color, this mm. constantly moving. So it's kind of like, you know, glitter and snow globe type right. of thing, you know, just, just, constantly shifting and reflecting light and changing but when i sit with someone um, once i look into their eyes for a few seconds it's like one steps forward and mm. takes shape and defines color for me and that's how you know which one to draw so it's right exactly up to them which yeah one. who's going to represent right mm -hmm. you know how you see a lot of pictures nowadays with a, a, a hue of color around them and the people are thinking it's ghosts you know, it's, it's an entity, but would you also say that very much could be the angels that are around people that we're seeing and we're kind of misreading it? I think it could be definitely. Yeah. Um, when, when I've been at events sometimes, um, where there's aura cameras present, mm. um, they'll go, yeah, have taken a, or a photo before or after, um, and there in, there's often similarities, not always, but mm -hmm. oftentimes there are. Or you'll see the, the colors of one in the background. When people have ignited with their angel and they're moving through life with that, do you see those people differently? Do you see them and see them the aura of their angel? And do I see it as separate? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. So you know when the ignition, you know, the igniting has happened, when the connection has happened, because now you're mm -hmm. seeing the aura of the angel around them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's verification. <laughs> you see them there. Um, as I said, each one of us is here to discover what our beautiful instrument is, how to play it, and the which orchestra to bring it to. And we're, none of us meant to be the same, even though people might be doing, you know, I've interviewed somebody else who is an art conduit. And you know that he doesn't do angels, but he, his art is, is a conduit artist and they all have a particular meaning or even numerology or whatever to do with it, is that there is no competitiveness or even comparison, is that each person is that piece of music for that time, for that need. 
and if we can all embrace our own different contributions and oh i love what you're doing this person speaking louder to me right now but down the road oh i need to, i need yours i need your piece of vibration and if we're open to that you know it wouldn't be there has to be one size fits all you're going to need different people at different times in your life and the more you know of them the more your memory will be triggered ah that's the person i need to be uh, right now i need to know my angel and uh, invite my angel on yeah, we all need different guidance and different assistance at different times. You can't right. paint an angel for someone until they themselves are ready to invite the angel in. Um, there are times where people have, you know, given me like the photo of a friend mm -hmm. um, to, for it to be a, a gift. Right. Um, and I do have, I have my angels like talk to their angels to give, give permission. Right, right. Yeah. So it's, it, there has to be permission on some level. Yes. Yeah. Because um, it has to be when people are ready. So if the angels know they're ready, then the gift will be the ignition. They themselves probably wouldn't have asked for it because they didn't know they were ready. Right. Right. So basically the angels are talking through the friend or family member, right? Yes. So tap, tap mm -hmm. on the shoulder. Would you get this person <laughs> to mm -hmm. communicate? Right. So different channels, right? Listen, don't ignore folks, please. <laughs> if you're drawn to something so much, right? angel portrait, what are you talking about? No, oh, no, angel portrait, there's something in there. Hmm, got to follow it. Just get out of your own head. All right. And follow it because it's trying to communicate with you. <laughs> yeah, they have, they can have a lot to say, Yeah, but they're like people. Yes. Um, some are more, not as talkative as others. Mm -hmm. um, some of them, um, instead of talking to me, they'll like show me like um, snapshots or photographs mm -hmm. um, so that I interpret them the best that I can. Yes. Yes. Mine don't actually talk to me. They very much give me the visions. Mm -hmm. They take me into a movie. Mm -hmm. a scenario or something like this or another dimension and then we communicate there but it's never like a one-on-one -on -one. you're not going to sit down and have a cup of tea with your angel <laughs> not usually <laughs> yeah and a lot of time it's not uncommon for them to give homework oh yeah yes mm -hmm. yeah yes. you know, go read this this book or go follow that author or you know mm. you know different things you know go you know go get a past life reading go do something yeah. you know yeah and please don't buck against it right right you know oh i don't want to read this book no if you know if the, if the book is it's like when i go into a bookstore it's a book will come out to me i'm drawn to a certain area that this book is drawn to me i open it up all i need to do is read a few words in there and i know okay all right this is the book i need to read right now mm -hmm. right and it's like allow don't please don't come in with your ignorance or arrogance and go, no, I'm not going to do it because it's going to keep throwing that book at you one way or the other until you read it. Yeah. yeah. Or that, at least that information. Yes. Another book, a few books being thrown mm -hmm. at you. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. You can't avoid it. Right. Um, and it's for your good. It's, it's for you to ignite your own beautiful divine presence. So don't, you know, don't back it and please don't try I, I had a friend who, who was awoken to his gifts and he spent two years worrying about why he didn't understand. Why, why was this given to me? I need to understand it. I need to do. And I said, no, you just need to go with it. Go with it. It will be revealed. The, the knowledge that you need to know will be revealed, but you can't understand it until you experience it. So don't be afraid to experience, right? definitely not. It can, you know, new experiences are fun. Yes. Gosh, yes. How boring yeah. would it be if you go, I've been there, done that, don't need to do anything anymore. No, it's not over until <laughs> we're over. And then that's only over yes. in the body, not in the spirit. So yeah. Yes. The soul lives on. And you never know where it's going to take you. And that's what makes it exciting, right? Yes. That's what makes life exciting and worth living. Yes, we have many chapters in our book of life. Stop putting, you know, going to the ending before your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. the fun's in the middle of the book. Yes. Not just knowing how it ends. Right. 
and you know a lot of people you know look back at their youth and go oh i had all the fun then i don't have it now how about you take the enthusiasm of your youth put it with your energetic wisdom and ignite an energy that can take you forward into really using it in a different way more fulfilling right is that we segregate our own age group uh, this was then, this was baby making time, this was the divorce time, this was that time. And it's like, there's a thread through all of it. And we can go revisit any time. And you just have to be around youth to, to ignite that enthusiasm again. And, you know, match it with that beautiful wisdom you have now and see where it takes you. Yes. Just get out and live, right? Oh, definitely. Yes. But please, not just as a humanoid, be as a human being, a human spirit, because we're a spiritual beings having a human experience. And when you marry the two together, it truly is extraordinary. It truly is. All of your senses are woken up, your sense of taste and touch, your height, your, he uh, your eyes, your hearing, uh, everything about you is more alert and more sensitive and more in tuned. And so therefore, things mean more to you. And it's a beautiful state of being to be in. Yes, I agree. How do people book you um, for a portrait? What is the time frame that it takes um, to, to get one done? Um, they can literally go to my website, um, go to the Angel Portraits page. You can schedule your appointment right there. Um, I just get an email and I have you know, time slots available. So just, you know. So it's Susan it's, it's, Walter, W-A-L-T-E-R, art.com. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And um, I know a lot of people put an S on the end of Walter. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the more common spelling, as mm -hmm. I understand why. So just, yeah. Susan Walter art.com <laughs> yes. and your your susan walter art on facebook and there's on on instagram you have your own youtube yes. channel as well what do you share on the youtube um if youtube channels um after a few months of like this interview i'll, I'll share that there as well um but i am not a good interviewer like you are i do not good at, yeah i do not come up with all these fabulous questions to ask and things so um i have not started that venture as yet when it's time uh, you will we'll see <laughs> i'm still a little still a little shy this oh. even doing this is kind of out of my comfort zone oh yes it started off being that way but not now <laughs> you're in the flow <laughs> uh, i'm getting better at it yeah and i think you know that very often is is again kind of that human side of of expectation of how I should be rather than just yeah. allowing your essence to be mm -hmm. right just let your essence shine through that's all we want your heart and soul that's all we want right and what your heart and soul is here to do because when you when you understand what your heart and soul is here to do and allows that spirit to get into action that is the essence of who you are and the gift that you are giving and sharing that is what really needs to come through so when you just step into that, just be, just be, then that's good enough. And we're all learning together. Yes, we are. Don't stop learning, please, folks. Don't stop learning. Um, the oldest person, the youngest person I've interviewed is 10. The oldest is 91. The 91 are taking on a new lover two, three years beforehand, has her own TV show. And it's all about exuberance and husper and, and, and a love of life. You know, when you have a love of life and a love of what your contribution is to life, then there's your reason for really living. So get your portrait done. You never know what your angel is wanting to say to you. And it's that invitation of, hello, angel. I'm here ready and willing in, uh, to hear your beautiful guided wisdom and allowing me to elevate up to a higher plane, a higher meaningful purpose. Your angel is dying to connect with you. So reach out to Susan. Simple portrait will open up that door. And now you know what essence is with you. You'll know how to feel it of that true essence. You'll know how to listen to it and how it will guide you forward. It's that wonderful step forward. Just think of that young woman who is in a dark place, 
who chose, chose to see some light of hope and look how it turned her life around. So you never know if it can for you. Your angels are ready and willing. Reach out the hand, press click, susanwalterart.com, book an appointment, get your uh, uh, beautiful guide's uh, portrait there and start your journey. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've not heard of this before, and I think it's, you know, a lot of people have their own beautiful messages and conduits, but actually representing one's um, spirit guide in the form of an angel and opening up that door of communication is really an extraordinary gift. And I think it's for somebody who's waking up and they don't quite know where to go or how to understand it or what to do, igniting with their angel is a beautiful first step because yes. it, you've got your guidance, you've got your compass, you've got that yes. beautiful spirit that's going to lead you forward in truth and honesty and, and care and trust and security and all of that. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think it's a wonderful thing to do for people who are looking and, and know they need to do something, but they don't know what to do. Let your angel guide you and get the portrait done, open up that door and then allow. Thank you so much. Until next time, folks, you're never alone. Open up the door, let them speak to you and let them show you how beautiful you really are. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show right here at selfdiscoverymedia.com. Please tune in to our selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see all the other genres that we have from you. Every week on Tuesday, we bring you new shows from illuminating people. If you know someone that should be interviewed, please contact us at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com. Now stay tuned for your next show.